Hello and welcome to the Dallas Soccer Show. This is the match build-up show for FC Dallas's 2020 season opener on February 28th against Philadelphia Union. And stay tuned to the end. Uh, just like last week we interviewed Luis Dollar from El Matador, Jonathan caught up with Stephen Gould from Dallas Beer Guardians. So that should be a ton of fun. Stay tuned after the show. Uh, I'm Dustin Nation, and, and I still have a cold. And joining me from behind his turf-covered crystal ball and his tarot panini cards is Jonathan Roz. How's it going, Jonathan? Uh, it's going pretty good, Dustin. I, I'm, um, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a supposedly a short off season. It's feel like a long off season to me. Uh, I'm really looking forward to you know a couple of things. One is the kickoff of the the, the season season opener, but uh, more importantly to me is uh, you know, I've I've gone I've gone a month without a beer now, and uh, I've told myself uh, when the 24 hour tailgate starts uh, on Friday night, I'm gonna have my first beer for a month. So you know, I've got I've got two things to look forward to. Very cool. And you've, you've been busy the past couple of few weeks, uh, covering the team, doing some episodes for us. So that's, uh, it's good to, to have at least one of us is doing something for this pod podcast. It gotta, it gotta invigorate some excitement, man. Yeah. All right. So, so we're all ready for this Philadelphia match, right? Of course, man. So, so I guess the, you know, going into the match, have you? I think you were taking a look at Philadelphia. Are there any key things you wanted to point out to listeners for for people who may not be aware? Sure. Yeah, I like to uh, let's kind of break it down into like a, a stat that we need to look at a uh, a storyline that may be going on with the with a team, and then kind of like what players should we be watching for whenever we are uh, playing a team or, or for, for our own team. Uh, so this, this uh, for Philadelphia, uh, the stat that I would choose is, is uh, two and four and two and four is their preseason record. They only beat uh, Chicago who was really it's Chicago. They're not great this season and uh, Montreal, they lost to Cincinnati, Atlanta, FC Dallas beat them three to two and, and DC United. And I think that, that even more telling than, than a two and four preseason record is that, that they only have uh, two games with more than one goal. In fact, they were shut out twice and had two one goal games. So it, it's looking like they're going to be tr struggling to find some offense. I mean, they, they, sure. They got three goals against Chicago, but I don't think that'll be hard to do this season. So, um, and that kind of leads into the storyline that I think that is the most prevalent with, uh, Philadelphia union. And, uh, I think pro soccer USA has a, an article on this. Uh, uh, I think it was about players making their cases to start is that like almost exclusively in every single one of these games, they had a different player play in the number six role. So they shipped off uh, Madunjanin to to Cincinnati. So they don't really have. He was their player playing to number six and kind of sitting in front of the defense and kind of spreading the ball out, being their fulcrum on uh, moving the ball out of the back. And they don't really have that this season. Uh, they've got some newcomers with Orovech and Martinez, but neither one of them's really taken hold of the spot. Neither one of them's really a like for like replacement for Madunjanin, and uh, so. It'll be interesting that, to see how Philadelphia rolls out on opening day. I don't, I, I don't even know that they know how they're going to roll out yet, to be honest. So, uh, 
But they do have some staples returning this season. They obviously know Fafa Biko because he's with us now. Uh, but uh, they still have Alejandro Bedoya, Senio, Andre Blake, and goal. Uh, and so my player to watch, I think, is Alejandro Bedoya. I think if he's got a good game in him and he's able to uh, marshal marshal the midfield there for Philadelphia, then he's going to be something that FC Dallas needs to be watching for. Jonathan, you've been hey. at practice uh, trading for FC Dallas. What what uh, what do you say is uh, your takeaways or your, your keys to the game for FC Dallas? Man, it, it's it's so hard going into the first game because the I mean yes. There's been a few preseason games, uh, you know, half of them have been closed uh, for, for whatever reason. Uh, we know Lucci's been playing with different positions, the 5-3-2, 3-5-2, whatever it is. Um, and, you know, there's there's quite a few different players who have played um, in, those, in those different matches. So it's, it's man, I, I, I get very little out of this preseason, to be honest, right? To, that I can, that I can actually know is going to go in, right? I mean, we saw, yeah, okay, Cobras scored a couple of times. Uh, Santi got on the scoreboard in the, uh, the last ga- match about, uh, in, with Inter Miami. And I think that's about all we know about it. Uh, I think Rito got a penalty kick, but yeah, Ziegler um, got a penalty, but that's. But but that but that's about it, right? So it's 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 hard to tell. It's one of the reasons why I decided to spend a couple of days out at at practice this week just to try to see um, how the how the how the team is playing. Um, and so, I mean, that for for me, the, the the main person I wanted to keep an eye on, and I, both in practice and and for this first game is is uh, and, and I, we talked about it on the preview show too, and that's uh, uh, Santos, right? So. I mean, Thiago. Thiago. Hey, I mean, hey, first of all, both the both the new guys we got just have fantastic names, man. Come on. Come on, Pico. That's that's a that's a pretty awesome name too, man. So yeah. it's Pico like and Thiago. It's like a salsa. It, it, so exactly. he's like an honorary uh South American if he does salsa. So yes. I mean, there's there's your connection right there. So so what watching watching him <laughs> moving, is gonna off. be <laughs> well, I mean, the, seeing how well he plays is going to be is going to be good. Um, I know we're going to get into into to, to, to roster predictions, but uh, I mean the 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 midfield devastated, right? So I uh, seeing seeing how that how that plays out. I mean the I mean we even see uh, uh, you know a, a player who's not even an FC Dallas player in Tanner Testman, right, has been traveling with the first team. Uh, he was in practice both days, right? Uh, uh, he he played in uh, played in the the Miami game too. So, uh, and that's and a lot of that's because the, that midfield is so decimated. And then I think it's also, I mean, we can talk about it in a bit, but you know, I mean, I have a feeling this is in some ways a, a, a tryout trying to get uh, Tanner to to make that commitment. So, um, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, there's there's a chance that when uh, he's this com- committed to Clemson right now as a football player, yeah, he's. Correct. Both, both football and soccer. Right. And so, right. um, yes, I'm sure, I'm sure he was offered an NTSC deal. Uh, the, but it, it's, it's very interesting to see that he's been traveling with the team and, and like that, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if by the time the game actually comes out that there's more news about him. Right. So, uh, it's just, it's it just, it's, we, we we don't often see an academy player playing this far up to the season, right? And, and traveling with the team. So, um, I, I guess you know, for 
uh, for for the key things key things to watch is really more about um, you know seeing if there if we see some of the consistent play that we saw from last year, seeing how the the new the new players plug in, um, and then you know we're about to go through the rosters, right? So I mean, I wouldn't I actually <laughs> wouldn't mind getting some of your thoughts, um, Dustin, on you know what I mean. There's some areas that I think are going to be pretty consistent from last year. Um, but there's some areas, especially in the midfield, right? Like I mentioned, that there's going to be a significant number of changes. So, um, I mean, did, did you did you want to touch on real quick on what your thoughts are for uh, the actual lineup on on Saturday? Yeah, sure. We could go through the lineup. Uh, I think I think the mid, I think you you're right. The midfield's kind of a toss up. It's it's uh, you roll the dice and maybe one of us will get lucky. Uh, well, I can tell you before even. So I mean, so out out at practice, um, Cervania is starting to move a bit, but he's not doing any ball work. Um, Acosta is probably just just by my eye test is probably a week behind Cervania, right? And then um, you know we we saw uh, and Acosta is coming off of appendix surgery. Correct, correct. And then we so so those two guys I don't think are going to be in the eighteen. Um, and then in, in practice early today, as well as on Monday, uh, the, you know, we, we, I saw Johnny Nelson was actually playing quite a bit of midfield. Interesting enough, he hurt himself today. So he picked up a knock during, during practice. Well, uh, so we'll, we'll see what comes of that. Right. But that's, you know, one of the other people who, you know, you thought about that, that could potentially be playing one of those midfield roles. So it's, uh, it's a pretty, pretty, pretty decimated midfield. I, I don't know. What your thoughts? Just thinking about you know who's available, who's not available, who who you would expect to 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 start in that midfield. Yeah, uh, I think Satos is your only like Megon starter like out of that group. Like he's yep. he's on the team sheet there. Um, I'm trying to think about it because I think there's several ways that that Lucci could roll out the squad. He could roll out with. Uh, Santi in the 10 or Ferreira in the 10. Uh, he could also even go with like, I think with the three, five, two, with two players up top and then kind of, a uh, the, the five in the midfield with, uh, Hollings head on the left and, uh, pick two players to go with the Santos in the middle. And then, uh, you know, Reggie playing up high. Um, you know, I, and then we even saw Reggie play winger at one point. So that's right in the in the in the, in the playoff match against Seattle, right? Yeah. So uh, I, I, I'm thinking they roll at that three five two. To be honest, um, with I think I think uh, Hedges should be back. He's he should be Hedges working looking, his way yeah, back. Yeah, he's he's looking really good in in, in practice. Yes. Yeah. So so Ziegler, Brisson, Hedges in the back, and then uh, I'm gonna go. With uh, Paxton and Jesus is Paxton's in full strength, right? So, yep. If he's able to go, I think it's him. If it's not, I mean, really, I I think that you need a little bit more of a defensive-minded midfielder in there with Jesus, uh, someone to play that that eight role. Um, but I can't think of somebody who's healthy that would be doing that besides maybe. <laughs> I mean, if Tanner, if uh, Nelson's out of out of commission, right. so I don't know. Uh, you know, generally I, I try to 
give you an actual pr- prediction, but I don't know that I can this week. Yeah, and 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 who knows what's gonna what's gonna happen with Nelson, right? I mean, I just saw that he, he I noticed when he when he did pick up the knock, he he went into the locker room and didn't come back out. So um, who knows, right? How, how serious that was, but uh, um, for me, I. Yeah, I, I I think it would still be the four three three. I think in 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 the middle. So the back four is the traditional back four. You know, Cannon, Hedges, Ziegler, Hohead, right? <laughs> um, but the in the middle, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be Santos, uh, Paxton, and Ferreira, um, which we didn't see a ton last year with Paxton and Ferreira at the same time. Uh, hopefully, having Santos back there as a six will actually enable uh, Lucci to play those two together. Um, yeah, in that case, I would I would think that if they're going to do that, then they're not going to run like uh, a, a two, like a, a ten and a eight. I think it'd be more like dual eights type right. scenario where both of them are in charge of helping the ball get through the midfield. So. Yeah, I'd, I'd expect so. And then, what do you do? You think um, Pico gets the start? Fafa? Uh, if they do a a um, three five two, then. I think that it would be Barrios and uh, Cobra up top, yep. but if if they do the four three three, I think that uh, you know, uh, I, I think Santi Santi gets to start one last time, and then he'll be he'll be pulled out in like the seventy fifth minute because he can't go ninety, and then Fafa gets in and makes a. Uh, my prediction is he gets in and makes a, a noise and doesn't doesn't lose the spot for the rest of the season. The your flexing, hot takes flexing. by Dustin Nation. Yeah. <laughs> you can't see it on the podcast, but I'm flexing. That's right. Um, so the I, I think I think uh, it's I think Fafa is going to get the start. So I, I do. We saw. I, I'm pretty sure he started in Miami. I mean, at least from the reports, the the few reports we did see, nothing official came up from the team. Um, he's looked really good in in practice this week. Um, so you know, I, I do think that. Yeah, I guess the two the two big signings I expect are both going to start. Which you know, a month ago I might not have thought that. So yeah, and that's kind of what you want from your people you're bringing in. You want them to come in and make an impact. So, all right, uh, final score prediction, Jonathan. I'll put you on the spot here. This one we're we're not going to let each other out. Uh, two to one, uh, FCD uh, wins. Wins. They maintain. Uh, they're now would be. I think they're at a ten game unbeaten streak for the home openers. Um, so they'll make it. They make it eleven uh, with a two-one win. All right, and I am also going to go with an FC Dallas win. I'm going to go with a three-to-one victory with uh, with goals from Ziegler and two from Cobra. Awesome. All right, we'll see, we'll see if we're right very soon. Yes, we will. All right, everybody, stay tuned for Jonathan's interview with Stephen Gold from the Dallas Beer Guardians to see what they've got going on. Welcome, Stephen, to the podcast. Thanks, Jonathan. I appreciate you reaching out and having me on tonight. No, it's 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 really good. I, I love being able to talk to uh, people like yourself and understand people who are you know really into the club, right? Um, to the point where uh, you're actually involved with a supporters group. So, I guess to, to start off for, for for people who don't know you, Stephen, can you just tell me? Um, a little bit about, about yourself. How did you get involved with uh, with DBG? Um, you know, how did you how did you end up as the as the president? Yeah, no doubt. Um, 
So Dallas native, uh, born and raised here. Um, and I actually grew up playing lacrosse, like from basically middle school on, but all my friends were always soccer players and, um, they kind of got me hooked, uh, through champions league playoffs, champions league finals, things like that. And just the passion around those supporters groups that you see from Europe, South America, you know, and later Asia and, and, and just the, the atmosphere that they create and, and the pride that they take in, in their club and, and, and just showing out to create that atmosphere is something that always appealed to me. And that's really how I got involved in DBG. I saw an, uh, a post about, Hey, come help us with this TIFO. And we're, we're getting ready to do this watch party and, and, you know, get ramped up for the playoffs. And I thought this would be fantastic. I love it. My then girlfriend, current wife, we went out, we joined everybody and, and kind of made, uh, made that, that TIFO that we did for, it must've been, 2015 playoffs where it was okay. the legends never die um and i was just hooked ever since and and um you know the next year we won the double and then it was it was on from there so i was i was <laughs> i was basically uh hooked at that point and and started helping out a lot more with um just uh all the two poles and the tifos and um, you know, kind of took over ownership of that, which led into a, a sort of safety position or game day chair position within leadership. Um, and then uh, this November, I was uh, fortunate enough to receive the backing of our directors and, and was voted as president of the club, which is a, a huge honor and, and something I take very seriously. And, and I look forward to kind of helping shape the future of, of DBG and, and sort of what we, what we can do for the club moving forward. Oh, that, that's 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 very cool and it, and it's uh it, it's great to hear that you've been you know doing dbg now for what i guess that would be i guess it'd be the fifth season then if you started in 2015 so yeah yeah um that it, it's it, it's great and i guess as you as you start you know first so it's like first year as as president um but uh you know fifth year dbg are there is is there anything new uh kind of exciting that you guys are going to do this year that you want to make our listeners aware of? Definitely. Um, you know, as far as, as far as DBG goes, um, we're actually launching a new membership rewards program. So for, um, anybody who's sort of unaware we offer, I mean, it's as simple as, um, you know, a $5 full 90 membership. We get a card, you're in, you get the benefits of, of, uh, of membership in DBG voting and, and all of our sponsor members, uh, benefits as well. So, um, you know, it's, it's really that simple. And, and we've, we found that through sort of promoting those events and those outside of game day and game day activities, um, we're pushing back those rewards to people within the group through everything from, you know, discounts and, uh, game day incentives like, on-field experiences and all the things that you would expect to see from uh, sort of like a, a, a perk from, from FC Dallas, you know, popping smoke from the match day or mm-hmm. on-field experiences, meet the man of the match, things like that. Um, and that's just something that we felt our, our members would uh, not only benefit from, but, but really deserve, you know, it's, it's something where if you're putting in the work and you're helping promote soccer and promote, the values of, of the group, then, you know, it's something we want to, we want to pass on to those, those individuals that are, that are helping, helping spread the word. So, 
Um, Very cool. That goes, yeah, that goes through, um, you know, the entirety. We're going to have a member of the month every month. We're going to have a member of the year. Um, and we're going to have like a Guardian 11 at the end of the year. It's something that we're really proud of. It's something that we're excited uh, to see how it shapes out this year for sure. Cool. And, and I know that you have a, a, a big event coming up. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's your biggest, you can tell us that, but I know that it, it's tradition for DBG to do the, uh, the 24 hour, uh, 24 hour tailgate before the home opener. Um, I guess, can you, can you tell me a little bit about that? Um, you know, how, you know, what, what kind of participation do you usually see in that? You know, what, what kind of things, uh, go on during, you know, a, a long 24 hour, uh, tailgate? <laughs> Most definitely, yeah. And this is actually something that that sort of carried over from people uh, that were originally part of the Inferno, the original Dallas Burn supporters group, and they brought this with them to DBG. Um, started out as a group of friends, almost on like a borderline bet, um, and it's been passed along to our beer family and DBG as just a big community building event, just a big ramp up to the start of the season. So, twenty four hour tailgate and town hall are our are our two largest events through the year. So um, we do our town hall as sort of like a, you know, event notification deal and uh, hey, let's let's everybody get ready for what's coming up. And, and 24 hours is obviously our big kickoff. So we will start that 5 p.m. on Friday um, and that'll go all the way through to kickoff. So um, typically what we see the night before is um, just sort of like a gathering of everybody who wants to come out and, and get ready for the game ahead, um, players and staff and front office members from FC Dallas. Um, it's, it's common that they stop by, you know, last year, Lucci, uh, was kind enough to, uh, make himself available to talk to people for quite a while, um, and, and made himself available for questions and, you know, really took his time with, with everybody, which was awesome to see. Uh, and, and that was, that's that was great. certainly great. Yeah. With his, with his first year as, as head coach. So, um, you know, he should be back this year and, and, you know, they bring us pizza and, and, you know, Matt Hedges is always great about bringing us water, Gatorade, whatever we need. Last year, Jimmy Maurer brought us wings. I mean, it's a big, um, it's a big deal for us. So we really appreciate everybody that comes out to support us. And, and that's, you know, that's, that's open to everybody. That's, that's a general public, just like all of our tailgates. That's, uh, anybody, any age, any time, uh, you know, we love to, we love to see people just swinging by and, and, and saying hello and supporting the club. So, um, yeah, we're really looking forward to that this year. Um, it's going to kick off in the Southern portion of the red lot. So anybody who's familiar with that Western parking side, uh, the bottom area has sort of like a little triangular piece right next to, uh, the pod and, and DBG and El Matador put our tailgates on in that, in that area. And so we'll be there. We'll probably start setting up about three o'clock on Friday. Um, Pedicolis is kind enough to uh, donate their their beer for us uh, for the tailgate, and they should be out there probably around three thirty or four. And then we'll have our official kickoff uh, just after five, um, and that'll go kind of till till the lights turn off, so to speak, right. you know. Um, and uh, we'll get going again. First thing in the morning, the cooks will have breakfast ready for everybody at 10. Um, you know, some people from the front office will probably be out there delivering donuts a little earlier than that. Um, and then we've had sort of a tradition of um, doing like a tour for the stadium. It's it's always nice to see the inner workings, right? We, we're very familiar with the garden and, and obviously 
Um, we've had access to the pitch in the past and we've tested our TIFO and done things like that. And um, the front office has been kind enough to offer us a tour of, you know, pretty much whatever we want to see, the operations, the uh, the press box, the suites, the Hall of Fame, whatever uh, whatever our fans and our supporters are interested in, in getting a glimpse at. They're, they're basically giving us um, an open door pass to, to see that on so- Saturday, which is fantastic. Um, you know, they've done midnight visits on the field and, and sort of whatever, um, whatever we've been, been interested in, they've been kind enough so for, to oblige for, us in the past. For somebody who's not so a, a DBG member, just wants to just say, listen to the pod and they want to, um, stop by, is there like specific times that'd be good for, um, somebody just come out and see things like, for example, I mean, when, when you expect to have, uh, you know, Lucci or some of the players come out or, uh, or potentially, you know, go see the field. Is there, um, or specific times where you'd say, "Hey, if you're going to show up, maybe don't show up at 3 a.m. You know, it's a 24-hour tailgate." Uh, but is there is there, are there some I guess some peak times when uh, I think most most people will come out and visit? Yeah, I would say probably six to nine on Friday would be a good area for people to to start showing up. We'll have um, we'll have those those people coming out from the club around that time, um, and then the next day we kind of have that tour penciled in around 10 a.m. and then. Um, some small-sided games on that field that they have on the east side of the parking lot. Um, so DBG and El Matador are kind of getting some teams ready for that, uh, and we'll we'll be out there kind of kicking the ball around oh, throughout actually, the day. Actually, saw that today. It's in the uh, uh, where they've had all the construction waste for the last few years, right? Is that yeah, 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 I yeah? That and I was like, wow, I wonder what that is. I remember they used to always have a field on that side of the stadium for years, and then it was just gone, right? Yeah. Um, when that popped up, I was I was actually up there going to a deal at Soccer Ninety, and I saw or yeah Soccer Ninety, and I saw the field, and I was like, well, this will be perfect. And I reached out, and um, Nicole, our our season, well, our supporters group rep, she was uh, kind enough to help us set all that up, and and yeah, so we'll be playing small sided games. So you know, we'll be kicking it off Saturday probably around 10 a.m. Uh, we'll be up and around before that. But yeah, 6 to 9 probably on Friday. And then, you know, anytime after 10 a.m. on Saturday would be great. And, and you know, usually throughout the year, our tailgates start about four hours prior to kickoff. So that's really when you'll start seeing it heating up around 12 or 1 o'clock on Saturday. Cool. People will start filling up for sure. And, and you mentioned a couple of times while you were talking, uh, kind of uh, – Working with the front office, whether it be Nicole or working with uh, people that are going to you know, bring out bring out food or get Lucci out there or whatever, um, how is I guess over the last few years have you seen a change in how um, how the front office is 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 working with you? Um, are there are they are, are they becoming more involved uh, with 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 the supporters group and with DBG specifically? Most definitely. Um, and, and that's something we do on a, on a monthly basis. That's a, that's a leadership meeting that we have with them. Uh, you know, any supporters group member of leadership is, is, uh, invited to that. Uh, and we meet them up at the stadium, uh, to discuss any issues or like, for instance, discuss the current code of conduct that just came out, um, things like that. And, and definitely, um, in regards to, you know, transparency and effort. I think they've really stepped up their game in the last couple of years with, with their attention to the supporters and, and the atmosphere. They're really kind of focused on now creating that supporters culture. What is it that they can do to help us create that? And, and sort of how do we build that for the future? 
No, that's and and that's great to to see. And even as um, just kind of a, a general fan in the stadium, it, it, you can you can start to see um, some of those game day changes. So that's 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 great that uh, that they're reaching out a bit more because I think that was some of the some of the complaints a few years ago from from the supporters groups was just. It, not a lot of participation or interaction, so that's that's good. Um, so well, one thing that actually interests me, so I, I know that uh, I don't know if Pedicolis is officially a sponsor of DBG or, or what the right term is, but uh, I guess I mean, how did how in the world did that come about, right? How how did you guys end up with? Uh, I know Pedicolis gives you guys or you know brings allows you guys to bring some of their beer i think they donate it um for your your tailgates throughout the year you know, how how did that come about yeah definitely and um that was sort of an organic situation that just blossomed out of a couple of our members working for Pedicolas through events and in the tap room and then some of their employees were then engaged with us as members of leadership. And so there just became this large crossover. And, you know, I think it's important to note that even outside of DBG, Pedicolos is, is very, what I would say is just soccer focused, right? Their, their, their logo is inspired by um, a, a soccer team's crest, right? There's a whole explanation that they have around how they crafted their logo, what's important to them, why they did what they did, you know, being the official beer of the supporters, having things like having products, excuse me, like the Thriller in Brazil, Rumble in Russia, um, you know, and and not only partnering with us, and and definitely they are what I would call our primary sponsor, which is reflected in our our last three um, full ninety membership kits. So anybody who has that um, or seen a, a version of our um, our DBG tops has noticed the, the Pedicolis logo as, as our primary sponsor. And, um, you know, it's going so far this year for them as, um, they've even, <clears throat> excuse me, they've even extended, uh, a discount to, for instance, if like Euro 2020, if, if Croatia and Belgium are playing and somebody walks in with, um, like a Belgium top on or a Croatia top on, you know, they're, they're extending a discount to those individuals just to promote the game and to promote community. And I think they see it as a way to sort of bridge that gap and, and bring people together, right? Not only through yeah. through their product, but also just through the world's game. And, and that's something that they've really just embraced since day one. And, and their members, or excuse me, their employees are, are members. Their employees are at games. Um, our members, our employees, it, it just kind of all blends together. So we're we're thrilled to have them as, like I said, our primary sponsor, and and they've definitely, definitely helped us out through the last couple of years, and and that's where we, we do a, a lot of our our watch parties, um, you know, right. throughout the years are are down there, um, and and you know we look forward to, to having that again this year, um, in their tap room in their game room, so, um, yeah, just a fantastic relationship for us. That's great. So the one of the things I saw just just on Twitter over the last couple of days was uh, um, posts from 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 both DBG and El Matador talking about working on the opening day TIFO. So a couple of questions, right? First of all, what is it? Just kidding. I'll, I'll wait. For, <laughs> I'm not, uh, I'll wait for game day for that one. But uh, the uh, the the first question is, I mean. Is the do you guys normally work with El Matador on on Tifos? Is that something new, or is that just like a game day kickoff thing? 
So we have definitely uh, been partnering with them for at least the last two, I want to say three opening day TIFOs. Um, and typically we kind of reserve um, sort of as a rule of thumb, you know, we have opening day, Houston, maybe one or two more, and then playoffs. Um, so that's kind of how we budget our TIFO schedule through the year. El Matador has been joining us, like I said, for at least two, probably the last three opening days, um, as well as, as some of those Houston ones in the past. So it's um, it's not it's not something brand new, but it's something that we're continuing to grow uh, through our partnership and just you know our increased relationship between members and leadership of of the two supporters groups. So they've been great in in providing a lot of of support in regards to members coming up to help to paint and, you know, even providing ideas and things like that to sort of get those opening day TIFOs off the ground and, and, and helping with, um, you know, the, like I said, the Houston, uh, is our, obviously our big rivalry one. So, um, that's something that we've basically been in contact, you know, constantly throughout, throughout the year We're we're always bouncing ideas off each other. We're saying, Hey, you know, is this what we want to do is what about this tweak? Should we add this? What's what, what are we going to do with this? Um, and that's, um, you know, that's, that's been a huge help to us. So, um, we have a design committee within DBG, but, um, uh, like I said, with that, that partnership has been, has been fantastic and something that's only been growing over probably the last two or three years. Okay. And then one, one of the other things, I learned this when talking to Louise Dollar from El Matador a couple of weeks ago, and then I also kind of confirmed it with the front office was this year, there's this idea of, uh, chant sheets being supplied to uh, uh, to people who are attending games, so the people actually know what the heck it is that you guys are singing about down there in the <laughs> in the in, in the beer gardens. I guess. Um, so, are, are, is that I guess, is, is that is that something true? Do you do we guys have a, a timing on it? Do you guys have the you know your songs chosen yet, or is that still kind of work in process? Yeah. So what we've done actually is. Um, and all this came about through, uh, I guess, a renewed, what I would like to think of as a tradition. So we had a combined leadership kickoff meeting with members of El Matador, members of DBG, and the front office. And, and that was started last year through their initiation. So they came to us and said, hey, you know, we want to make sure we're all on the same page for the season moving forward. And this year when we had that meeting, it was a real focus for all of us to say, hey, let's get everybody on the same page. Let's get the stadium as involved as possible. Let's get everybody we can behind these things because it's nice to do the Icelandic Thunderclap together or the Go Dallas Go together, but we could really get a greater atmosphere through, you know, a more widespread involvement. So chant sheets were were definitely something that had come up. Um, and so we were just trying to coordinate with with the team around how they're distributing that message. So, you know, is it something where we need to be supplying those in cutout form? Um, is it something where we need to do it electronically? And, and what came about was sort of a combination of the two. So we currently have a QR code that we gave FC Dallas to put into the electronic game day program. Um, it's something you know I'd be happy to share with you as well that we can we can put out there to the public at large. Um, and then we also plan on handing out a couple of those uh, printouts, like I said, just in case you know people people don't want to or, or don't have access to that type of technology. Um, you know we're going to supplement that as as much as we can and, and make sure that people get. Um, get that in their hand for the bulk of, of those those major chants that we're doing, those time chants, you know, 
we have a couple that we like to to sync up with with the game clock and we have a couple that um, you know we do repetitively throughout the course of the match so that's something that we're trying to get people more involved with throughout the stadium for sure all right so so speaking of getting involved um, if somebody's interested in in joining DBG or just kind of hanging out with you guys, you know, are there um, I guess what what would be the right next steps, you know, you know, for for somebody to get involved or or plugged in with uh, with the Beer Guardians? Yeah, um, yeah, that's a great call. I think it's as simple as just reaching out and and letting us know, hey, I'm I'm interested in 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 being a part of this. You know, we have a contact us on our website, but really we're we're available on pretty much every single social media platform. Um, you know, myself, Mitch Howard, who's our membership chair, he's got a great uh, strategy for the year coming up as far as renewing that fan engagement and, and what we need to do as a group moving forward. So um, even just, hey, you park in the red lot, you got a season ticket member pass, or, or maybe you don't, that's fine. You know, just work your way down to, to the south end of the red lot. We'll be there. We'll be looking for you and, and we'll be ready, you know. So um, whether you reach out through our website, DallasBeerGuardians.com, find us on Twitter or Instagram, um, you know, come to the tailgate, ask for Mitch, ask for Steven, uh, we'd love to meet you. We'd we'd love to we'd love to get you more involved and and talk to you about what you're passionate about as it relates to FC Dallas. Because what we found is everybody has everybody has a a side of of the, the sport or a side of support that that they're really sort of involved with. And we'd love to just find out what that is. And we're always interested to hear more from people about about what that is and and how they want to support the club. Excellent, and, and I, I, I plan to be out there for the twenty-four hour tailgate. Not all twenty-four hours, but uh, <laughs> probably, probably the the kickoff, and then a little bit before the game. So, um, no, that's that, that's great to hear. I'm sure I'll get, I'll get an opportunity to to meet you and Mitch and others face to face. I appreciate the time. Um, that thanks, thanks, Stephen. As Stephen mentioned, uh, DBG is available on Twitter at Dallas Guardians. Thanks, Jonathan. All right, thanks to everybody for listening. You can catch us online at, at DallasSoccerShow.com. On Twitter is Dallas at Dallas Soccer Show. If you like the pod, uh, if you like what you're hearing from us, go and tell a friend about it. Hit the subscribe button and uh, let everybody know. Uh, Jonathan, have a great week. We'll see you on, uh, out there tomorrow. All right, you too, Dustin. Cheers. Thanks for listening.